put a put a pin in it, Vanessa. Oh my God! Look at that! Look at what's behind him. What what, what, what am I looking at? <laughs> his room is sick. Hold on, I gotta play his intro. Yeah. Everyone, would you please welcome to the Putting You Over podcast, Mexican born, Canadian raised, El Diablo. Gabriel Fuerza! There we go. Touche. It's a good intro. Yeah, Ryan Romano, our our hype man. Does them nice. for us all the time. On, uh, sends them to me on Twitter. How you doing tonight? Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, hoping my uh, hotspot uh, keeps up because my Wi-Fi is terrible. Just figured out how to use a hotspot. Why, Wi-Fi not good up there in Canada? No, it's awful. Everybody, I'm, like everyone's working from home, so yeah, yeah. the whole neighborhood is just like crap. That's all right. We're not. We're we're a crappy show, and uh, we. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, Vanessa, what did you pop for back there? Because there is a lot. I just like there was so much to look at. I didn't it is, really know. Right? Like I can see like Randy Orton <laughs> over his like one shoulder. Yeah. 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 And like I can't really focus in on anything specifically. There was just so much there. I got a lot of tchotchkes. Yeah, you should see my. We can see part of it, but you should see the rest. And uh, <laughs> it's it's sad actually when you get to my age and and you have this much left. It's kind of sad. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> no, I'm fine. Um. What what. See, I'm thrown off by that phenomenal background. Oh, you just watched The Dark Knight Rises. I did. Yesterday. Why why did it take you so long to get to that movie? I know it's not the best of the three, but why? Uh, I I had already seen it. I just hadn't seen it since then. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Um, But, But honestly, watching it back, I think I liked it better than The Dark Knight. Oh, my God. I know, I know. I... Totally. The first time I saw it, I was like, oh, it's not as good as The Dark Knight. That sucks. Okay. But watching it back, maybe it's just because it's like an easier watch. Like, I know it's long, but it, like it's got more of the traditional like big finale tropes. You know what I mean? Yep. Like yep. Um, kind of a bit more of like a popcorn film. And looking back, the best thing about The Dark Knight for me was The Joker. True. Uh, I, I've never been yep. a fan of Christian Bale's depiction of Batman. But I think in The Dark Knight Rises, it's the closest he got to being what I interpret as Batman. This is great. This is going to be a great show already, Vanessa. We aren't going to get to any wrestling. <laughs> We've talked We've about We've had this conversation we, before. We have. He's the best Batman. We have had this conversation. But he said something that I've said on this time on this show. The Dark Knight is not a Batman movie. It is a no, Joker it, movie. Yeah. Yes. Agree. Hundred percent. It, it it doesn't even have to be about Batman or the Joker. That's why it's so good because yeah. it could be about like just a mob and oh, uh, yeah. and uh, vigilante. Sure. Yep. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, it is my favorite. But it now makes me want to go back and uh, <laughs> watch the Dark Knight Rises because I think I've only seen it maybe once. So maybe I, yeah. I should go back and watch it. I had only seen it the one time too, and all I kind of came out of it was Bane speaks funny, and that's fun to impersonate. <laughs> right. <laughs> but oh. uh, yeah, this time I was pleasantly blown away. Like, okay. I, I mean, I I love Christopher Nolan as a director. Like everything he does is so crisp and like clean. Yeah. So I knew I knew that I was going to enjoy, but the whole movie itself I thought was great. 
Um, the other debate we've had on here multiple times is who is the best Batman? Uh, Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, Clooney, uh, Christian Bale. Ben Affleck. Ben, mm. oh, ben Affleck was in that list. We actually included him. <laughs> um, I don't know. Adam West. I think we included uh, Adam, Adam West. That's true. We did include Adam West. I would say Keaton. Michael Keaton. Um, first, first choice, and like the more I think about it, the yeah. more I agree, Keaton. Yeah. Uh, I, there, there's been a few good ones, but I'm excited to see actually uh, Robert Pattinson's yeah. version. I know they just came out with a new trailer. I don't think I've seen it yet, mm. though. Um, I picked Christian Bale, and I think that has a lot to do with the fact that I love The Dark Knight so much. Um, yeah, it might. But I also did go to the theaters when that original 1989 Tim Burton Batman came out. So, Vanessa, yeah, I, I, I think, think that one. Go ahead. It's just like untouchable, the Tim Burton ones. Like, I know yeah. they're of like a different era and like they're campier and whatnot, but I think they hit just the right amount of campiness right. versus like dark kind of moodiness. Yeah. Where like the Adam West stuff is fun to watch. Like, it's funny. And uh, yeah. the Christian Bale stuff is, you know, a little bit more on the realism side less fantastical uh tim burton i think hits that like nice nice middle point for me well it is campiness the 1989 batman but i'm gonna definitely date myself here gabriel i was in fifth grade when it came out so i saw it yeah i think so i think i saw it in fifth grade at the theaters uh and it was phenomenal. So it doesn't seem campy to me. My feeling inside still when I first watched it doesn't uh-huh. seem campy. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. So the, were there any other debates we had about Batman? I can't remember, Vanessa. That was it, right? I think that's been it. That's been it. But I'm excited. Uh, you have a Bane impression? Can we hear it? Oh, it's not good. <laughs> That's okay. Hey, that's a good one. It's not good. It's just uh, you just cover your mouth and talk with a British accent, basically. The, the best part. The best part about that, Gabriel, was as you said that. You, you want to hear it? Well, hold on a sec. Hold on. As you said it, your I do want to hear it. But as you said it, your hotspot like tweaked <laughs> out a bit, and it actually sounded like Bane. It was weird. So, uh, yeah, yes, give it to us. Uh, let's say say whatever you want. <laughs> say whatever you want as Bane. Oh, God. Um, I'm trying to think of what I used to enjoy saying when he came out. Um, I don't know. I mean, the, the beginning when he says, you know, it would be extremely painful. <laughs> <laughs> I had to look down because if I looked at you while, I, while you did it, I was like, well, that's not going to be any good. Um it's not good it's just it's just my all my impressions are on like the ridiculous side you know what i mean like i pick one little like awkward tendency that the the kind of accent revolves around and then i just like blow it up well so they're never good (laughs) it's like um everybody has a bane impression everybody has a savage impression you know everyone everyone does it so yeah (laughs) um the other thing i learned about you today was that not only yourself but your entire family hates the karate kid yeah. Uh, okay. Hate might be a strong word. We just we just think it sucks. Okay, you're right. Hate <laughs> is a strong word. You're right. That's a great point. It does. It does not suck. First of all, your mm-hmm. family. Why <laughs> is there anything that you can pinpoint to why you have so much distaste for for 
the Karate Kid? Yeah, actually, you're not the first person to ask me, so I've had time to think about it oh, a little. Even better. Um, it's not that I hate the movie itself, or okay. even you know dislike the movie itself. I don't think personally watching it now, it's very entertaining. Uh, but what really makes me go from like just a movie to like a movie I don't like is that it's constantly getting pegged as like a great action movie or like a great martial arts movie. Okay. And it has absolutely minimal action. <laughs> Minim- very minimal action. It has almost nothing. It has almost no martial arts. The little bit of martial arts that it has are campy at best and fake at worst. Uh, you know, I grew up watching like Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan. Like my dad is like a huge Bruce Lee fanatic. Like that's the stuff I oh. grew up watching. So when I went back and watched the Karate Kid, I was like, damn, this sucks. <laughs> like, like I, th- I think the Jackie Chan version is way better. And oh, I'm sure it's not, it's not because like Jackie Chan is in it. It's just cause it's, it has like a little bit more, it's just more grounded. You know what I mean? Like yeah, 80s stuff tends to be so like the greatest things ever. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just so fantastical. Like, I don't get me wrong. I like the '80s. I like the aesthetic. I like the music. I like a lot about it. But the whole like, there's just this like aura of like it lives in its own world. Yeah. Yes. It it it, it doesn't suit everything, and I think Karate Kid is like a good example of like not great '80s stuff. You said something in there that you said. Uh, Jackie Chan, or not Jackie Chan, well, Bruce Lee yeah. did the Karate Kid better. So, is there, was the Karate Kid... Jackie, ba- Chan, did the, Jackie Chan did it better. Yeah. Oh, okay. In like 2011. Bruce Lee, I think, has been gone for a while. Yes, I. Yeah. what I was asking was, I thought he said Bruce Lee. I might have heard Bruce Lee. And then I thought to myself, is the Karate Kid a remake? Like, am I missing something? I'm not a no. Bruce, Bruce Lee fan. To me, growing up, what I saw in The Karate Kid was martial arts. I remember doing the crane kick to my younger brother, hit him <laughs> in the hip, and he, like, knocked him right out. I felt so bad. Well, you know what? Now that you mention it, that that's another, like, minor issue I have with it. <laughs> the crane kick? Um, I, I did karate. No, not the crane kick. Crane kick's cool. Okay. Uh, that whole thing's cool. But even though Crane Kick's actually not a karate move, it's a kung fu move. And I believe but, it was illegal. Uh, it was illegal. <laughs> it was illegal. You're right. Um, but I grew up doing karate. So like I did karate for like 10, 15 years as a kid. Um, and uh, I sort of kind of got um, educated to the fact that there were like McDojos all over Canada, all over the States. And if you go back... The Karate Kid is what started all these crappy karate schools full of people who don't know what they're doing, who kind of figured it out on the internet, opened up a school, and now are teaching a bunch of dumb, impressionable kids. Yeah. And then they go out, and they think they know how to defend themselves, and they get their asses kicked. Yeah, that's right. It, it, I look at it the same way that if if there's like a bunch of bad wrestling schools and kids are going out and getting themselves hurt, that's something I look down on. So in my head... A karate school is the same thing. If you're yeah. teaching kids the wrong way and they're going out and getting hurt, it's detrimental, right? It and is. If the karate kid had any part in that, then you know it's a minor. It's a minor it's thing. A minor because thing. at the end of the day, people are going to go and do whatever the hell they want. So it's not the movie's fault, but it kind of is. It kind of is. Yeah, everybody wanted to to be cool, like Daniel. I get Lee. it. I mean, <laughs> uh, 
But th- this does lead into a good. I guess we can talk wrestling. You didn't mention wrestling school. We will get to that because what you said, um, you said you want to leave the wrestling business better than you found it, which I think was phenomenal. And I know that you have aspirations of opening a wrestling school. So we will get to that in, unless I forget, which I've been known to do. Um, now something else, you're a Mexican born and Canadian raised. So you're a can a Mexican Canadian, which I didn't know was a thing now. Okay. So my first question, which is an ignorant of me, first of all, but, um, when did you move to Canada? Um, I was like three and a half. Okay. So, so I'm, I'm, Pretty much Canadian. Yeah, so like me saying, was there a culture shock? Not really much when you're three, for the most part. No, uh, but you'd be surprised how much of a culture shock there was afterwards. Okay, um, explain. Like I was telling, uh, I was I was telling a friend of mine, and it was just kind of a joke, but I realized how serious I was as I was telling it. Um, I went on vacation a few years ago with a friend of mine who's also in the wrestling business, and uh, he's just just a white guy, you know, just yep. standard white yep. guy, French descent. And um, one of the days that we were we were hanging out, the family said to me, "They're like, hey, we're gonna do a taco night," and I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> oh. that sounds that sounds fun." And uh, I remember walking into the kitchen and seeing what they referred to as tacos, and thinking to myself, "Holy shit! <laughs> like, it, this is totally wrong. It's not even not even a single ingredient here is right. Not one. Like, those are the wrong tortillas." That's the wrong kind of meat, the wrong kind of veggies. And, you know, obviously I didn't tell them that. Right, right. But, like, that was a little bit of a culture shock there. And uh, even even going forward, uh, another friend of mine, I, I was at her house, and her sister was there, and she was making, um, God, I don't even remember what, they, what she called them. There were these, like, vegan, keto, like, tortilla things. And I think they were made of, like, like I don't know, eggs and something. <laughs> And I was, I, I tried one. I'm like, this is disgusting. This is not a tortilla. You can't call this a tortilla. It offends me that you call it a tortilla. It's a wrap. That's fine. You can use the word wrap for any flat bread. Right. But not right. everything is a tortilla. Interesting. Yeah. So like stuff like that. Yeah. L- little little things like that where it's not so much of a culture shock in the sense that like Canada is very different, which it is, but more so uh, my family is very different than other families. Like we we still think very like Mexican and like our, our viewpoints are very Mexican. Like we we celebrate like the Day of the Dead and stuff like that. Like other people don't yeah. and they confuse that with Halloween. And so like just little things like that. Obviously, there was no culture shock at three because, you know, right. You're three year old. Yeah. But uh, in the years since, there's been a few instances. Yeah. Awesome. So when did you realize you wanted to wrestle? When does that happen? Um, I think it would have been probably grade eight. Okay. So it would have been 12 or 13. I think that's when I decided that like, yeah, if I give it a, if I have the chance, I'll give it a try. I didn't, I didn't really like think about it at the time. Like I wasn't a kid who ever thought ahead. Thought that far ahead. Yeah. Neither was I. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> were you in? Were you athletic? Were you into sports? Did, did go ahead. Oh, you know what? I think that I was much more athletic then, and much stronger then wow. than I am now. Like, uh, I, I like I said, I did karate and stuff like that. I'd always be jumping yeah, around, true. climbing trees. Like, you know, your bones feel great; they don't hurt. Yeah, nothing yeah, hurts. You feel like a million things. bucks. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, at the time, I thought I, I had a chance, but I was always like a short kid. 
So yeah. that was always kind of in the back of my head. Um, for anybody who's never seen Gabriel Fuerza's, oh Fuerza, sorry, um, Fuerza, <laughs> Gabriel Fuerza, uh, he's trained at a, uh, well, he trained at Squared Circle, uh, with Rob Fuego, and I believe also at Battle Arts, I believe. Um, yeah. And uh, if I was describing you, I would call you a. I would say you remind me of like the cruiserweight division in WCW in nineteen ninety seven or eight. I want to say yeah, like that's, that's that's the best compliment I've ever. I want to say like <laughs> obviously Mysterio. You do some high five things, but I want to say like Malenko, um, because you're so you're just you don't stop. You're like a workhorse. Thank you. And I think that's the vibe I get from you. Is that am I am I on point? That's the vibe I'm trying to give off. So oh, good. You know, I, I I hope uh, you're yeah yeah. I well, would say yes. Malenko <laughs> very extremely underrated, and he was I highly agree. praised. Still underrated. I agree. I agree. There there's a, like a certain a set of wrestlers that I like hold up above, like above everybody else, and Dean is one of them. Yeah. He just had a like the way he worked. Like it wasn't just the work rate. It wasn't just the moves. It wasn't just the knowledge. It was like the snap, the cadence, the the everything. Oh, you know, like crisp. Just like, yeah, just bang, just like mm, him, Guerrero, uh, Benoit, Angle, and honestly, that might be it. Like I can't really. I gotta look at my wall of wrestlers here. <laughs> um, like honestly, I think that's it. Like there's not a lot of guys that I consider to be like yeah top 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 workhorses like. Even Jericho doesn't make it onto that list, and I think the world of him. Yeah, it's it's just like I said, it's just like a snap, a cadence, uh, makes everything look amazing. It does. It does. It make just talking about Malenko makes me want to go back and watch some of those matches. <laughs> For sure. Um, and I think, I think where I first saw you wrestle, I want to say was Crossbody, maybe or Barry. <laughs> one of those, one of those two. I can't remember. Um, I know Barry is what your, I guess, classify that as your home base. I yeah, guess, yeah. And then venture out from there. Um, so that's where I first recognized you. Uh, the the one of the things I wanted to ask you because I did my research was this: you won the women's title for Barry Wrestling. <laughs> yeah, and uh. We won't get into the details. Like, you fought Jody Threat, you wrestled, you won, all that jazz. But hearing you talk about it, I can't remember what show, what podcast it was on, but I heard you tell this story, and it sounded to me, was this a missed opportunity for them to yeah. enhance and advance their women's division? Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, a hundred and fifty percent. I still bugged the promoter about this. Because <laughs> um, like I, I I always try no matter which promotion I'm in like as long as I have a little bit of creative control I try my best to make the whole show better like right. my match is gonna be the way it's gonna be but like there's more to it than that you know what I mean like I don't want my match necessarily to be uh, more important than anybody else's match but I want it to be as important and as helpful to the show as possible so in my head. 
uh, the promoter was having a bit of trouble because he introduced the women's belt right. and um, he put it on Jody and, you know, conflicts with scheduling happened and uh, it was getting difficult to bring in girls. Unfortunately, there's not, a, you know, a ton of girls in Ontario for people to work. Um, so he had Alexia there practically every month, um, but some some months he didn't have any girls for her to to work. So it was my idea to say, hey, why don't I beat Jody? Yep. You know, dirty. She beats the crap out of me, and I and I beat her dirty. Yep. And then because she then was the a very face, next day, and you were the heel at this time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I said the very next day, I'll give the belt up to Alexia, and then whatever you want to do from there. If you want Jody to beat her again, cool. Right. If you want Alexia to to beat her dirty again, you know, then that's even cooler because Alexia didn't have any heat. Like right. it started off that she had heat and then she low blowed a ref and you know how fans are. They were like, holy crap, that's awesome. <laughs> Do it again. So they, start, yeah. they started to cheer her. So this was my idea to get Alexia a little bit of heat, uh, figure out how to get the belt off of Jody because Jody was doing a lot of uh, uh, work in the States yep. and unfortunately couldn't be in Barry all the time. So in my head, this was like, oh, killing two birds with one stone. And uh, the promoter just didn't go for it, which is fine. Um, but then he was stuck in the position where, you know, uh, Jody ha- held on to the belt right. for another another like six months or something. And, and, and you know, the, the women's division, unfortunately, kind of fizzled out. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it, I didn't actually win it. It was actually a dusty finish. Yeah. Because yeah. Um, I just, I, you know, I, I honestly just wanted a picture with the belt. Right. <laughs> and now, and you've, with that, with that, you have won or have had all the titles in Barry Wrestling. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go get that and hang your hat on uh was that right before like this main the main first shutdown i guess right was that right before the first shutdown? um not right right before but i think it was Close on the it. tail end of 2019 yeah because i'm so, just thinking that would have been around perfect. the corner i'd have been for get all the heat on alexia mm-hmm. have her win it everything shuts down then she can just cut a bunch of heelish promos how she's never going to defend that title ever yeah. <laughs> oh, it would have been good. But yeah, yeah. I could hear it. You know, I, I it might maybe it's a sort of subject. I don't know. I, I don't know your history. But hearing you tell the story, I said to oh. myself, man, he feels so strongly about that situation, about that opportunity to build those other two, not those other two ladies up, but an entire women's division up that he just feels like shit. We missed it. We missed that opportunity, and I don't know. Yeah, just, it's 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 definitely not like a sore spot or anything, yeah, yeah. but yeah, I, I I'm definitely like, damn, like that could have been good, or you know, maybe maybe it wouldn't have. I don't know, but yeah. uh, unfortunately, we never got to see. Um, Von Vertigo, tag team mm. partner, friend, trained yep. together. Um, you wrestled him in Barry Wrestling for the the world title. Um, mm-hmm. what's he mean to you as a person, as a wrestler, as a tag partner? probably the closest person to me that's not family that's not family yeah um just just a great guy like i always tell this story but uh i'll, I'll tell it really quick um, yeah, yeah. When, when we trained together um on the weekends i would have to take a bus which took about two and a half hours to get the training wow. and obviously that sucked yeah. so i remember one day i kind of jokingly said to all the boys i was like hey who's gonna drive me home ha 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 right <laughs> and he kind of stuck his hand up and he said oh uh, you can come with me and my dad and I was like, "Oh, really?" <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I live in Port Hope. You know, I, I know you're you're in Pickering, so we just we drive that way anyway." Yeah. And I was like, "Okay, 
that's great. So, you know, we went on our merry way. And from there, we started to travel together. And before long, he admitted to me that he hated me when I started training. Because, you know, he had been training for a year or two before me. And he had just kind of started to get his his footing right. And he was just starting to do, you know, like high spots and like flips yeah. and stuff like that. And um, I came in and I think on my second day, I did like a shooting star. And uh, he was like, "Look, who the who the hell is this fucking guy? Like coming in here taking <laughs> taking my spot, showboating, <laughs> you know?" And uh, it's just it's just so crazy to me that he he had such strong feelings towards me that he that he would say that he hated me, yeah. And he still offered me a ride and still you know gave me the benefit of the doubt. And now we're friends. Awesome. And uh, I mean that if that doesn't show you like a big person, like I don't know what does like. Right. I don't know. I, I don't know if I would have offered the drive to somebody I didn't like. Right. Um, yeah. And you guys, you everything I've ever heard you say about him, all high stuff. You said uh, the other thing I took away that I, I really, uh, you know, was nice to hear. You were wrestling him for Barry for the championship. I can't remember who had the, the title at the time. Uh, he did. Um, but you wanted to do whatever you could do because you felt he was rightly deserving. You wanted him to, to make him shine as best as possible uh, in the match. And, and that's just great, great to hear. It's just good stuff. Yeah. I, you know, I just feel that's the way wrestling should be. Like as long as everybody's trying to make the other guy look good, then everybody's going to look good. If you're just trying to make yourself look good. Right. You maybe, maybe you do look good. Right. But maybe you don't, you know, um, wrestling during the pandemic, with no crowds at the time was new to everybody. Were there any pros to doing it? Advantages? Um, I'm sure there was, but right. uh, I, I couldn't really think of any, like it, it, there was no energy in the building. You know, everybody was tired. Everyone's like, Oh God, like, is it time to go up yet? Like, can we go first so we can leave? You know, it's just a totally, totally different feeling. It was no longer like, fun to just hang out right. it was still fun to wrestle but it wasn't fun to hang out right and i've so heard i've heard people say before like they feed off the crowd makes sense i was i played yeah. sports makes sense you feed off the crowd mm-hmm. what did you feed off of if anything when there's no crowd like what what do you use to crank it up a notch i guess well um i only had two matches okay two, like proper matches right. uh, with, with no crowd. Um, the first one um, was awful. Uh, <laughs> it, there, there was just, there, just like, there awful. was no, yeah, there was nothing to it. Like everything was awkward. Um, no, no one to play off of yeah. and uh, no story. Like it was just kind of like a blank match. Um, the second one though, um, that one, I managed to kind of uh, create a bit of a character for myself because it was more of like a spot spotty like Christmas show. Okay. So uh, for that show, I was like dubbed the Grinch. So okay. um, that that was a lot easier to play off of because I genuinely don't like Christmas. Um, you so I was just yeah, I, I genuinely don't. Uh, and um, it was just a lot easier because I, I went to theater school for five years. So okay. like this way, I was able to like say okay, hone it in. It, it doesn't matter if there's nobody there. You're gonna play to the camera because eventually someone's going to hear it. So just find a camera, play up to that. And um, that helped me get through it. And uh, I think it made the match a lot better because I was kind of being funny. Like uh, it was like a funny heel. So is, 
Is that the is that the backyard pro Christmas thing? Brendan's? No, that was that was the uh, go, go hard. hard. Go hard. That's right. Yeah. Brendan was on here talking about it. it was yeah. go go hard for Christmas. <laughs> uh man, what an insane character he is. Holy yeah. <laughs> holy. He's been on here, I think, a handful of times. And every time it, or, we take lots of quick lefts. <laughs> but He's a great, great person. But he back, is. He yeah, is. he is uh, in a smart. He, I was just on on his uh, Instagram live today. Mm. He was talking to. I missed the start of it, so I don't know who it was. I want to say it was a wrestling photographer. Uh, it was good oh, stuff. Uh, Brian Weiss, I think. Is that who? Yeah, that sounds about yeah. right. The last name. It was good stuff. So uh, yeah, so Brendan's a good guy. But Backyard Pro, uh, I know that's in season three. Yep. Um, that seems exciting. Seems fun. It is right. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun. Keeps. Uh, what's your? What's the crazy? There's been a lot of crazy shit. Uh, what to you? What has been the craziest thing you've done for Backyard Pro? Um. Honestly, there hasn't been anything crazy. Like uh, the first little thing we did, uh, I took a destroyer like on the grass. Okay. And at the time, I thought like, "Oh, this is stupid, but fun." Um, yeah, I, I mean, I haven't done anything dangerous. Like I've taken some like bumps that I didn't need to on right. the grass, uh, but uh, nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. It's all been fun. I don't mind taking a thrashing. Why not? Right. <laughs> Pardon me for a second. What do you yeah. want to say, sweetie? Um, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm going to bed. All right. Good night. I love you. Oh, hold on. I have three. I have three. Ch- uh, here comes my faction. My faction of the Daughters <laughs> of Anarchy. You're going to bed? Yeah. All right. Good night. I have three on your phone. Oh, that's great. Okay. Good night. The third won't come down. She's way too cool. <laughs> I'm not talking to you or about you. So uh, that's their thing. They like to interrupt the shows now. That's all right. So it all, it all works <laughs> out. But yeah, uh, Backyard Pro uh, is some great stuff. I, I know if uh, we've posted a link in the chat. So if nobody has ever seen it, just go twitter.com uh, pro backyard. Find their stuff there. Then, you know, you know, just fall down the rabbit hole and you'll be fine. <laughs> It'll be all good. Woo! I tell you. Um, I got one more wrestling question, and then I got a couple non-wrestling questions, I guess. Um, the next one, I'm going to put you in a triple threat match, but you're, it's going to be yourself, and then you get to pick the next two. Uh, a wrestler from today, today's product, whoever that may okay. be, and a wrestler from the past. Uh, I guess when I say past, it can be alive or dead. You know, It can be mm-hmm. alive or passed on or, or not with us, I guess, is the correct language i don't know you a wrestler from the past and a wrestler from today's product mm, normally uh i would very easily just say amazing red and eddie guerrero mm-hmm. okay. but I'm, I'm gonna change it up today today i'm gonna go bandito and Ooh. the original tiger mask the original tiger mask mm. and bandito maybe we'll see you and bandito in ring of honor i'd God, like to I see that so. <laughs> that bandito is definitely at the top of my list like for current guys right yeah. now yeah i don't know if red is still active anymore but uh red red's number one and bandito's like one b yeah i never uh i didn't know anything about bandito and until i saw him in ring of honor yeah he's um, amazing good good 
Good shit. That is that'd be a the hell of a triple threat for sure. Um, I'm being asked in the chat by one of our longtime viewers, Spuddy, a Canadian himself, uh, Spuddy from Canada. He says, "Can you ask him about wrestling figures?" Uh, so yeah. What do you want to know? (laughs) I don't know. What do you want to know, Spuddy? Do you collect them? Are you a hardcore? Would you consider yourself a hardcore? collector of wrestling figs uh, i would say no I would only say. because i've just kind of started like my whole room is full of wrestling and like i, like, I got horror figures over here i got wrestling stuff over there yeah. i got this this is just my eddie guerrero stuff here yeah um and like i got sort of spider-man stuff superman stuff um sorry my cat's bugging me now That's um amazing. But no, do. I wouldn't say it's hardcore. I just I just grab the guys I like. Yeah, like, that's what I do. Like, um, I mean, I, I have like a ton of Rays, a ton of Eddies, uh, a few Kofi's, Andrade, Umaga, like just the guys I like. I don't I don't I don't go crazy and grab like people that I don't really care for, or I don't grab stuff that I don't think visually looks nice. You yeah. know? Um, do you, you so take them? I, I would like... say, I would say I'm like a casual. casual. Uh, with with a little, little bit a little bit more than a casual whatever's between casual and like you know expert somewhere in the middle and you take them out of the box correct Nor- normally i do not ooh normally i do not unless i have doubles or the box is like shredded see that um, to me would be the definition of a, a hard <laughs> a, i get a hardcore might not be the right word but an, a, a collector if they keep them I- in the box I would I would call myself a collector. Okay. Just not just not very gung ho, you know. Like I just I just like the way they look on the walls. There you go. I think there it's nice go. decor. <laughs> Spuddy harasses me. Spuddy can't harass me all the time. Get into collecting figures. Get into them. <laughs> I can't do that. You just it's saw of, my. It's you a just, lot of work. <laughs> you just saw my family walk down here one at a time. You think I got time to go spend money on on figures? <laughs> um, but I have gone out. And purchased, I bought a Darby Allen because I like mm-hmm. him. Uh, I have all my LJNs from when I was a kid, but I mean that's that's a like a lot of my collector friends would yeah. say that in itself is a collection. I have the my LJN dad. Guys. I have my dad to thank for that because he kept them. They're beat up. They're not like pristine. Like we destroyed yeah, character. Them. Uh. And he gave them all, and we washed. They're done. The kids play with them. So, but yeah, there it is. There you go, Spuddy. There's your figure question. <laughs> so, um, all right. So I lied. I did have another wrestling question. Uh, I saw it at the top, and I skipped over it. Is kayfabe a word? Uh, like in the dictionary? Yeah. Is it real? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's a real word. I still try to live by it to a degree. That's good. I respect um, that. But uh, I don't know. I, I mean, it, it bugs me when people pull the curtain completely back. Yeah. Um, I like the world is changing and, you know, For socials sure. are changing everything. But I don't think that just because you're a fan that grants you access. Right. Um, behind the curtain. Uh, I know some people are a little more open and some people are a little more closed. I, um, I think fans need to like respect the boundary, you know, like be a fan. It's fun to be a fan. I was I a love fan kayfabe. for years. It's amazing. Right. Yeah. 
like I don't want to know everything that's happening on. I never read dirt sheets. I never read spoilers. I never read anything. I just watch and I enjoy. Yeah. Right. Um, I think pulling the curtain back too much is no fun. It, it ruins wrestling. Like I hate it when when fans are online and they're like, "Oh, that was dangerous." Yeah. The wrestler shouldn't do stuff like that. It's like. Don't tell me what to do. No Don't shit. tell anybody what to do. No you know, like we're trained professionals. If we make mistakes, that's on us. Yeah. And it's not up to you to decide what's safe or what isn't or what's, you know, acceptable and what isn't like in, in you know, in terms of the wrestling, I don't storylines. That's a different thing. Fans can voice their opinions on stuff like that. Right. But right. Um, I just, there needs to be a clear, you know, this is the side where the, the people who work in wrestling are, and this is the side where people who are fans are. And um, just the, the line gets more and more muddy, especially because, you know, people start to work uh, on the graphics or as photographers or podcasters or journalists, whatever. And then they're kind of like, oh, well, am I still on the fan side or am exactly. I on the production side? And I get that. That's a, that, that, that get, makes it much more confusing. Um, but yeah, no, I try to kayfabe as much as I can like I, I don't even tell people my real name typically and if they find out I'm like how did you find out <laughs> like I don't I don't have you on Facebook how did you find out <laughs> see that's that's all right so me and Vanessa we love kayfabe like we've had mm. we've had some guests where we did the whole show in, in character that's and it, fun and I, it I is think fun. that's a lot of fun uh I I enjoy it um and it's funny you said people don't I Assume that was your real name. So, oh, really? <laughs> I'm, li- I'm living by that. You'll you'll always be Gabriel Fuerza to me. Um, Perfect. And I lied again. I guess I've lied again. I guess that's now my gimmick. I was, was just going to jump off of like, what he said with like people doing moves. So I don't know if you follow or if you've seen um, Crowbar. He's made the statement about the, um, the suicide dive, that move or the – I don't remember what he called Asaido. Are they are they going to the outside or flipping to the outside? They're like it's like a su- it's a suicide dive. So like they're jumping through the ropes and they're going like head first, neck first kind of thing. Like oh, with 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 the, with the no arms. Yeah, with no arms. Yeah. So he was saying how that like move we should kind of just get away from that move because you're doing like you're going head first, neck first, and you're just mm. trusting somebody to catch you. So do you kind of agree with that, or you just? you trust who you're working with and you can go from there. No, I, I don't agree with that. I think wrestling is designed to look nasty. Um, it's designed to be theatrical. Um, that particular suicide dive uh, in Mexico, it's just called a tope. It's just a headbutt, right? So I would encourage people to not do it. If you're not trained that way, because a lot of people do lucha things and they're, they're not trained for lucha. You know, they just kind of figure it out or they, uh, what do you call it, modify it to make it uh, suit their needs. And sometimes it works out and sometimes it looks kind of sloppy. But a move like that where you're right, it is very dangerous. Um, you're trusting the guy with your whole body. And a lot of people, you know, they, they think they can do it and then it turns out that they can't. Um, a move like that, I would encourage people to go to Mexico and actually get trained to do it if they want to do it so badly. However, um, I, I, I just don't, I can't agree with like moving away from any moves at all, really. Um, wrestling is a physical sport. People know that they're going to end up hurt for life 
whether it's just the aches and pains in their body or their head's not right anymore. That's just the risk that you're taking. And if you're willing to do a move like that, that is dangerous. That's the risk that you're taking. And if you're willing to trust somebody with your body like that, that's the risk that you're taking. And you better hope that that person is, you know, going to be there to post. Um, and if they're not, you know, then that's quite frankly, your mistake and their mistake. Um, wrestling is like a dance. You know, if one of the dance partners slips up, then it could be catastrophic for both people. Um, but to move away from everything that is dangerous, I think would be completely backwards and we'd have nothing left. Uh, everything in wrestling is dangerous. You can get hurt doing a tope just as much as you can get hurt, uh, you know, taking a headlock takeover and, and you slip out of the guy's arms and you spike your head into the floor. Oof. So wrestling is dangerous no matter which way you put it. Um, so no, I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think we should move away from anything. I think it's up to the individual to decide whether they're willing to take that risk or not. Personally. Excellent. Phenomenal question. Uh, that actually leads into the, so I do, I guess I do have a couple more wrestling questions that keep popping in. Cause I didn't want to, I didn't want to not touch on the wrestling school. I did hear that is something you would like to do someday. And I can hear in your voice. Yep. About passing that knowledge and making the wrestling world better, like you said, like go learn lucha. Could you have a wrestling school? Could you teach lucha? Uh, I personally could not okay. because I'm not well versed enough in lucha. Okay, but uh, if I were to go to Mexico and put in my hours there, um, then I would feel comfortable. Um, I think it's all about just uh, being honest with yourself. You know, like anybody can open up a school. Anybody can can wrestle for five years and decide that they want to open up a school and they will they'll get students 100 percent of the time. You know, whether they succeed financially is one thing, but they'll always get students. like those karate kid dojos. Exactly. They're gonna show up. Um, <laughs> I got asked to do seminars, uh, you know, here and there over the past few years. And every time I would say, no, I don't know what I'm doing yet. Like, I cannot in good conscience take your money. And then, you know, give you this shitty knowledge. Like, I'm learning. I'm just learning. Um, so uh, to open up a school, like, I, I, I would want to wait another five to ten years where I can confidently say, okay, now I know what I'm doing. Now I can teach you how to do it correctly, how to do it safely, and not just focus on, like, the wrestling, but, like, you know, everything that goes on around it. How to conduct yourself, you know, as a businessman, how to respect the actual art form of wrestling itself, respect the ring, um, stuff like that, like stuff that I feel could be implemented into wrestling schools a little better, just so people have more respect for wrestling. Because it's not that people don't have respect. I think it's just that, you know, we live in like a very me, me, me world. And uh, it's very easy to just forget that, 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 that it's not about you. You know, you're just a little spoke in the wheel. And um, that's why, like, I try so hard to leave wrestling better than I found it because, I mean, who knows? Maybe maybe I make it somewhere and, and you know, I, I make money and I have clout and whatever. Yeah. Maybe I don't, you know? Uh, to me, that's not super important to me. It's about just helping wrestling continue. Um, so, yeah, I feel like I kind of went off on a tangent there. That's <laughs> No, that's great stuff. And actually, I'm going to hold all, all my other questions and everything else. Because uh, it leaves the door open for a return appearance from Gabriel Fuerza. So you said it perfectly right there. Uh, at the end of every show, um, I give the mic to the guest. 
Uh, the time, the floor is yours. You can put over anything you want. You can bury anyone you want. Uh, you, you say anything you want. I don't care. Uh, go ahead, my dear friend. Um, God, I mean, I guess I'll plug my socials. What am I? Uh, Twitter is Fuerzas to Papi. If you wanna, if you wanna see some salty takes, <laughs> I don't know. Pe- people say I have hot takes, and I genuinely don't think they're hot. I think they're just like, I think I just say things that I feel are kind of true, <laughs> and sometimes it offends people. Oh, that's uh, great. So, that's what I love. So, so maybe don't follow me if you're easily triggered. You know, yeah, I wouldn't even say triggered because I, I, I don't, I don't. I don't like attack anybody. You right. know? I'm just like, I, I just make observations and throw them into the ether. And if you like them, like them. <laughs> and if you don't unfollow me, it's fine. Uh, yeah. Hit me up on Instagram for the rules. Not much going on there right now. I'm just throwing up old clips, but uh, yeah, I guess that'll be a quick way to get us get. Uh, what's the word? Um, caught up on my, on my stuff. Yeah. Uh, YouTube channel. Same thing. Just look up Gabriel. Where's got a pro wrestling tea store, all that stuff. Backyard Pro season three is in production right now. Please be on the lookout. Season three is going to be the best season yet. Uh, and if you missed season one and season two, it's up on YouTube. Yeah, for sure. That's 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 about it, man. Uh, that's uh, that's all. You guys want to talk uh, Superman? I heard you guys wanted to talk Superman. Did I want to talk Superman? No, I'll talk Marvel though. Okay. Uh, well, I can I just side note? We uh, did not speak on his phenomenal T-shirt. I can't. Love, you know what? I almost bought we it. Love Sammy Zayn dancing. Uh, that's that what is it is, right? Thing. Yeah. That's what it is. I thought it was. I couldn't tell, and he was telling a great story, and I'm like trying to go like this, <laughs> and I can't see it. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, that's it right there. I am obsessed. First of all, I love Sammy Zayn. Love yeah, El too. Generico. Yeah. Um, and an obs- and and am obsessed with his dancing. Like, oh, he's a great dancer. Phenomenal. Yeah. Anybody who like is really into ska is always a great dancer. That's a good point. <laughs> I didn't think of it that way. Yeah, it's true. Um, I usually spend my Friday night sitting by a campfire um, with this one 30-second clip I have of Sami Zayn dancing over Kevin Owens' body. Oh, and I just – Mojo's music. I just add it to all sorts of music. I mean, I'm yeah. talking <laughs> 80s music. I'm talking Footloose. I'm talking uh, I, every anything I can think of. And it, I just sit there and I just make myself – can I say make myself pop? I'm not in the business. Can I, can I pop myself? I popped myself. Of course you can. You popped yourself. Yes, I can. Popped <laughs> myself by the fire. Uh, yeah, great guy. And that's a, that shirt's for a great cause too. Uh, for yeah, the that's what, that's why I picked it. Up. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. Get it. Uh, after you get, well, I guess you can get the good cause shirt first. We'll let you slide this time. Then get Gabriel Fuerza stuff at Pro Wrestling Tees and do it this weekend. Twenty percent off right now. See, oh, that's, that's right. That's why I keep. That's why she's here. Twenty percent <laughs> off. Uh, I don't know what the promo code is. Memorial Day. Memorial. Memorial. Just Memorial. Just Memorial. But yeah. That's some great stuff. So yeah, Marvel. What did I want to say about Marvel? I don't know. Um, well, are you are you bigger DC? Well, we talked about Batman and Superman. Are you bigger? Mm-hmm. Are you bigger DC than Marvel? Uh, no, Marvel's probably still king. But yeah. uh, I would say Superman's probably my favorite comic book character. 
Okay, the newer, and, and the, I, okay, comic book character. That, that that usually shocks people because like I'm so grumpy and like the uh, about <laughs> he's, everything. He's so up and it's true, but Superman is the ideal to strive for. A Superman. Yeah, I I, I really think Superman's power, like his his best superpower, is not his strength or anything like that. It's just how good of a person he is. Oh, jeez. I know, I know, it's cheesy. And it's, it's I, I'm, I'm, I'm typically not that way, but something about Superman, just, mm. you don't. I mean, so who is the best Superman? Christopher Reeve, without a doubt. Yeah, that's easy. That, I don't even yeah. think that's a question. Henry Cavill was pretty good. He was fine. He is very sexy, and that certainly—that's a hot take. Oh come on, Henry Cavill, he's got to be like the, the the hottest man on the planet. He is, he's not lying. Who's well, than I mean, I don't know. Maybe the guy who plays Aquaman. Some people like him. Roman, uh, ma- Roman, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I he, guess he's fairly good looking as well. I mean, I mean, I guess they're all good looking. But yeah, Henry Cavill's fine. He's uh, he look, he certainly looks like Superman. That's not um, true. But uh, I don't know. There's something so like rigid about his performance. Um, and Christopher Reeve, he just like really nails the whole like nerd thing and it's it's not it does, it's, it does feel the nerd it's it, it's not he's like got clark down top. he's got clark kent down better i think that's what it is no i think he's got superman down better too but like what i mean is like he envelops the whole character you know what i mean like yeah. he he's unassuming without being like offensive you know what i mean like he's charming without realizing it he's he's a good person and he doesn't realize that that's attracting people to him. You know what I mean? Like he thinks like, Oh, I'll just be awkward and like spill things. And people will think, Oh yeah, I don't like I'll I'll say, I'll stay, stay away from that guy. You know, like <laughs> I won't notice that guy, but like just the little things that he does where he's like such a good guy that is attractive. And I don't just mean like, like uh, to the opposite sex. I just right. mean like that, that something is to strive for. Quality. You said it, strive for it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. I don't Toby McGuire. He's, he's got a nerdy quality. See, I think Tobey Maguire is. Uh, I don't. I don't want to say the best Spider-Man because he's not. He's, he's not, the best right. Peter Parker. Okay. Uh, okay. But I mean, Tom Holland's the best Spider-Man. Yes. I, I can't deny it. Uh, Andrew Garfield can fucking go to hell. He sucks. <gasps> <laughs> he's Re- terrible. Relax, Vanessa. Nobody even remembers the names of the <laughs> Spider-Man movies he was in. <laughs> I don't remember any of the Spider-Man movies. Uh, I can tell you all of them. Um, uh, Spider-Man's definitely number two for me. So. Oh. The new, but, uh, yeah, no, I argue. Soon, yeah. I I argue all the time about Tobey Maguire because people are like, uh, Tobey Maguire, uh, he's such an over actor. Uh, he's so like uh, ugly crier, and and I'm like, yeah, yo, Peter Parker <laughs> is supposed to be an absolute dork, yeah. like scum of the high school. Nobody likes him. You expect me to believe that Andrew Garfield is a dork? His hair is like way up here. He's carrying a freaking skateboard. Man, it, I hated that movie so much. Yeah, he's gonna Tom be Holland. Back. Tom Holland at least is like a little bit of a dweeb, but like he's way too attractive to be, um, you know, on the bottom tier of high school society. Peter Parker is a dork. <laughs> Tobey Maguire is a dork. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. What a great analysis. Gabriel Fuerza uh, breaks down comic book movies. I, well, I think I'll this do, is a I'll new, do it all day. Yeah, this is a new. See, I find that though when they're doing like when they're like doing the movies, they cast them for, like who like things like 
like George Clooney, okay, he's like the bottom tier for Batman, but he did play a good Bruce Wayne. So it's yeah. kind of like they're good at one thing, but they're not good at the other. Like Ben Affleck, he played a good Bruce Wayne, but not really a good Batman. Yeah, so that's kind of that, like that's the way it, it uh, ends up a lot of the a lot of the times. Um, I get it. Like they want to cast an attractive guy that's going to bring in more fans. I get it. Yeah. Um, but like, eh, at the end of the day, like, what are you going to do? You're, they're never going to get it like perfect, perfect. I think Tom Holland is about as close to perfect as they're going to get. So I'm happy with it. I kind of have to say, though, that Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man was, like, perfect. That's true. That's true. He was pretty perfect. I do agree with that as well. Um, And and I also think, like, yeah, he was a perfect Iron Man. And I don't think he's – I think, I mean, you'll still see him acting. That's how good of an actor he is. Like, he's not typecasted as a superhero and an Iron Man anymore. Yeah, uh, where maybe some other people might. I don't know. Yeah, some some people are probably never going to escape the uh, the Marvel universe, funk, which uh, for may, lack of a better word. Which, but uh, hey, I mean, they paid them enough to keep them happy if they don't get any more movies. So keep, you know, keep <laughs> who cares up. at the end of the day? Are you into the Disney, the Marvel Disney shows, the Wandavision? Uh, uh, yeah, or the Falcon yeah. and Winter Soldier. Those are the two newest ones that came out. Which one did you prefer? Uh, WandaVision for sure. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cap and the and the Winter Soldier was good, um, but eh, it was okay. Like the girl, the the terrorist girl. I feel like they really wanted us to like sympathize with her, and I did not sympathize at all. I was I was on the same like pages as, as uh, yeah. the U.S. agent. I'm like shoot her in the damn head. Like she's a murderer. <laughs> yeah. she, I don't I don't care if she has a good cause. She killed a whole building full of people. Yeah, like. She's crossed the line. She is now a villain. Uh, so okay. I, so I wait, someone because I don't fully follow. Like I follow, but like mm-hmm. my brain is in a hundred places. Okay, so the Emily Van Camp, the girl at the end, like the blonde who ends yes. up being like the double agent. Yes. Okay, who it, is it, she? She's Agent Carter's uh, Agent Carter. Yeah. Um, granddaughter, I think. She's something, something like that. She's Agent Carter's relative like direct like granddaughter or something and agent carter so was she introduced in a movie that i missed yeah one of the yeah <laughs> one of the captain america movies for sure okay yeah i think she was in civil war and uh winter soldier oh she was she was definitely in civil war because one of the reasons she got banished or or banned or whatever word you want to use from from uh, America was because she went against the Sokovia Accords. Yeah. Yes. Correct. Um, but I think, and I liked WandaVision way better. I just thought there was so much more to it. I agree. That it was great. But something that Falcon and the Winter Soldier had going against them was, and you wouldn't know this unless you were an extremely massive geek like myself, um, they had a whole underlying like a storyline that was too close to what we're dealing with, with COVID. Um, That's why the girl, I don't know her name, curly hair, freckles. She was in uh, Han Solo. Thank you, Carly. Um, The lady she looked up to died. She had some sort of 
disease that was going around. Because right in the beginning, they stole the vaccines. There were things that were rewritten throughout that entire show mm. that were left out. But what are you going to do, I guess? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, like, like I said, it was okay. But WandaVision yeah. was just like a breath of fresh air. Oh, my God. It was so and, good. My whole, my yeah, whole no, family I, loved it. I agree. I couldn't get like a lot of people told me it was really boring at first, and I completely disagree. Oh, yeah. Like I thought, I thought, I thought the first few episodes in one way, yeah. and then the second half was great in a totally different way. Oh like, my god! I, I love X Files and Twilight Zone and all that sort of stuff. I and like the first episode especially gave me like that vibe. Yeah. Um, I totally agree because I could have continued watching the show as like uh, TV sitcoms. <laughs> I could have mm-hmm. continued to watch it like that. Uh, it it was just everything about it was phenomenal. Yeah. I um, agree. Very good. Something just popped in my geez. I'm I'm gonna let you go, but something just popped into my head. Uh, you're a big horror movie fan. Yes. I'm not. <laughs> my wife is, but she's not around, so she can't participate in this conversation. But I'm not quite sure if Vanessa is a horror movie fan or not. Um, what's your favorite? Mine is the Saw series. That's the only horror movies I watch. Okay, and I think um, they're psychological. My fa- like, I mean, I don't. Some people don't even consider them horror anymore. But like the Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday okay. Thirteenth stuff. That's my wife. That's like, right up her alley. She was here. Oh, I love yeah, it. Yeah. Like, like I have a literally, I have like a glass thing right here full of like NECA uh, figures, like uh, okay. just Friday Thirteenth and Nightmare on Elm Street stuff, like. It's just so fun. It's it's not even scary. Like I I, I use it a lot as like an introductory horror yeah. movie for okay. uh, friends who kind of want to get into like horror stuff, but like you know it's scary, and I get that. So typically I'll start with something like that. Um, I really liked the uh, Evil Dead remake. Okay. Uh, I liked uh, Insidious a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked Hereditary. Uh, what else have I seen lately? Oh, I just rewatched uh, the others. Oh, so good. Those I, the, other, I the others, I think, has the best jump scare of any movie. <laughs> I, don't ever. Want, I don't want. I don't want to do that. <laughs> too old. I can't do that. I get freaked out. I th- oh, the Blair Witch Project was la- the last horror movie I saw. Oh, okay. The, Besides the remake or the the original. The original. Oh, okay. Okay. And then like. Not the remakes that came out, like the original and then whatever, maybe the sequel. Maybe I watched the sequel yeah. on like TNT or something. Yeah, they, they, they did a few kind of wonky sequels. Yeah, yeah. But I do remember the original. Every It was a huge craze. And where I grew up at the time was yeah. in a small town that was kind of just like it. With a lot of woods like oh. that. <laughs> so extra uh-huh. creepy. And I was so scared to go watch it that I watched the matinee. So when I came out of the movies, it was daytime. That's how much of a pussy I was. That's okay. It's true. I, I think the whole point of horror movies, like, is to get scared, right? Like, I, 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 I watch them and I'm, I'm, yeah. you know, my hands are tight. I'm sweating. Like, I'll it's jump. True. Like, I, it's, there's no shame in being scared. Like, yeah. that's the point, right? Yeah. I suppose that's the point. I suppose. But that's like a roller coaster. Yes, and those I love. So, got anything else, Vanessa? Keep them around. I don't no, I I don't. I was trying to think of like I'm sure Evil we'll Dead. Have. I agree with Insidious. I saw that in theaters with my buddy, and oh my like God. 
we were screaming so loud <laughs> that like everyone else was laughing at us. <laughs> yeah, that's the best. The, uh, horror movies with like a crowd is the best because yeah, you scream and suddenly like I, I, I was horrified for a second, but I just heard you scream. So now it's funny. Now we're having fun. And then we go back to being scared. You know, that's the best experience if you ask me. I think the only movie like I like Child's Play. It's like that's, I'm not watching like, that. Can't, I can't do it. And the only reason why was when I was younger. Like I watched it when I was older. So like when I was like nine, my dad bought me this doll that oh. talked. Mm. And I, I was never like a doll kid girl to begin with. But um, so I just I had it in my closet, and like it's one of those ones where you have to like pick it up or do something with it to make it talk. Well, it was just talking on its own. Yeah, don't like, like that. Yeah, so that. then I pulled the batteries out because I was like, "What is this?" So I pulled the batteries out, and then it was still talking. That's fucked up. So I was like, <laughs> "Nope, nope, I'm done." And it yeah. went in the garbage, and that was the end of it. Good call. Uh... Definitely a good call. All right, final question. Final question. Final question. Hit me. AEW. Double or nothing is this weekend on Sunday. They have a yep. casino battle royal. There's one spot left. Is that spot you? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> no, sir. Oh. I'm still rehabbing my uh, ankle injury. We're trying to we're trying to find that surprise entrance. Not you. So it's not Gabriel Fuerza. It's Von Vertigo. No. Is it God, Black? I hope it is. Is it Black Panther? I know you've. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't even have that mask anymore. That's a shame. Yeah. It's not Von Virgo. It's probably, you know who it is? Probably Psycho Mike. Honestly, if it was anybody in Ontario, I would lose my mind. Like, I hope it Wouldn't is. How awesome would that be? I'd be, I'd be, I've become a huge Canadian wrestling fan since this pandemic started because the I'm show ramped up and then like, and then I brought Vanessa on board and Vanessa, like, I can't even remember who our first one Canadian wrestler was, but it went. It was Turva or Dukes. It was Dukes or Turva or vice versa, and then we we just kept going there. And I have learned so much on a lot of things in Canadian wrestling, and it's just great stuff. And if you're not watching it, shame on you. Just go <laughs> watch something up there. There's lots to watch on IWTV. Yes. Like- for sure months and months worth of shows and even if you don't want to you can just go to youtube and there's tons there too yep. youtube as well yeah for sure Not- youtube.com slash gabriel there you go good plug <laughs> good go. good transition to the end gabriel uh it's been a pleasure to have you on our we don't have a forbidden door we've said this before we've taken it off so you're welcome back at any time you need to plug something or just want to talk about I, I whatever i don't even care uh, awesome. The door is open, my friend. Uh, it's been an honor to talk to you and a pleasure to have you on. So have a phenomenal night. You too. This is this is a lot of fun, honestly. Thanks oh, for having awesome. me. Awesome. Yeah. And I will be back. Excellent. Have a good night. See ya. Peace. Great. Phenomenal stuff. <laughs>